Hi everyone, this is Tyler Martin, the host of the Friction Factor Fitness Podcast, the podcast that is dedicated to teaching busy people how to develop lifelong fitness habits and fit sustainable diet and exercise into their life. In today's episode, I want to talk about how you can keep up with your fitness routines when you're traveling. So this could be travel for work or vacation or really anything. When we aren't at home, we're faced with some real challenges that make it hard to continue with our diet or exercise or just any healthy routine. And oftentimes, an extended stint of travel can be what causes somebody to fall off the wagon when it comes to their their healthy lifestyles that they're trying to maintain. And many people struggle to get back on the wagon even once they've returned home. So I wanna give some tips and some tricks you can use to be sure that you're maintaining your healthy lifestyle no matter where your travels take you. So with that, let's jump right in. So why is it so hard to keep up with your diet and exercise commitments when you're on vacation or on the road? Well, one major reason is you're in a different environment, which means all of the cues that normally trigger you to engage in these routine behaviors have all changed. So for instance, if your daily trigger or cue to make a healthy, let's say, protein shake for breakfast in the morning, if your daily cue for that is walking into the kitchen and seeing your blender sitting on the counter or seeing your you know, tub of protein powder you know, sitting out next to the refrigerator, well, you're not gonna encounter this trigger in a hotel room in a different space. So it's important to understand that all of our habits and routines have these cues. And when you're in a new environment, it's likely that most of your normal cues are not going to be there, which makes it a lot harder to keep up with these routines. Another thing that changes when we travel is that the new environment will usually require making some changes to your normal fitness routines. So if you normally work out in your basement, yeah, your basement, let's say, with free weights, this may not be an option if you're in a hotel. You may not have access to that same type of equipment. And if you normally cook dinner in your oven or with an air fryer, uh, that probably won't be an option when you're traveling. Now, changing your routines is hard because however it is that you need to adjust them, is going to require some serious thinking. Thinking about things that you normally don't have to think about. You, you have most of these routines on autopilot when you're at home and now all of a sudden you have to go back and revisit them. So ultimately, it takes a lot more of your time and energy to build a new routine than to stick with um, you know, what, what it comes automatically because you've ingrained it into your, you know, the flow of your normal day. So that's the challenge of travel is that you do have to, to some extent, reinvent the wheel of all of these routines because, you know, the environment necessitates doing that. The other thing that often changes when you travel is just your schedule itself, whether you're on vacation or a work trip or something else, the flow of your day is probably very different than when you're at home. 
which if you want to keep up with your exercise or nutrition routines while you're traveling, it will require more thinking. Thinking about when am I going to squeeze these activities into this adjusted schedule that I'm, I'm following temporarily. All of these challenges of trying to stick to your routines when you're traveling just begs the question, you know, why not just lay off of your fitness routines until you get back home and you can go back to, you know, the easy procedures that you're used to following. And so, you know, can you just put your routines on pause while you're away? Sure. But I think in many cases, especially for people who already struggle to be consistent or who have struggled with being consistent with sticking to their their healthy um, behaviors, their diet and exercise behaviors, staying consistent even when traveling will continue to help you um, sustain these habits. And it will build up your confidence in your ability to maintain your routines in the face of any kind of adversity. Even if you've been consistent let's say, at exercising for years, I still think that there are benefits to keeping it up when you're away from home. You probably are not going to see you know, much of a loss from a um, physique or you know, capabilities perspective. You're probably not going to lose a lot of strength or lose a significant amount of muscle mass if you go a few days or even a week without sticking to your, your workout routine. But you do get a noticeable energy boost, and this is especially just you know at a metabolic level, when you just keep up with a regular daily workout, you feel more energized. And there are some real health benefits of just doing some kind of exercise to increase your blood flow every day. And you know this is something that you can get um, even while traveling. And there are also psychological benefits to maintaining your, uh, your fitness routines. Yeah, I personally really love this daily boost of confidence that I get from completing my workout in the morning. It gives me a feeling that I'm in command of my day, which is a great feeling um, that I just, you know, after years and years of building this up, I don't like being without. And I think a lot of people who um, are consistent with their with their fitness routines feel a similar way about this. And reaching that point, uh, you know, is is an achievement. And you know, once you have that good feeling, you you don't want to let it go. So um, I think that's another just psychological, um, you know, nuance or, or benefit that you can get by maintaining this stuff as you're on the road. So let's talk about some of the specific things about travel that makes it difficult to keep up with your exercise routine. One of the top deterrents for most people that are trying to exercise on the road is that they don't have access to the equipment that they normally use when they're at home. And the idea is that they can't do the exercises that they normally do because they don't have access to the machines and the free weights and the treadmills that they're accustomed to using. Now, most hotels that you'll stay in do have some type of on-site workout facility for guests to use, but they're normally pretty limited. Usually they will contain maybe a few treadmills or an elliptical machine. And if you're lucky, there might be a small set of uh, dumbbells or free weights. For many people, the average hotel gym just isn't going to cut it though. And even if a hotel gym does have all the equipment you need, they will still have 
a lot of the same time efficiency issues that come with working out in any gym, which is why I'm a big advocate of not using gym facilities at all for the most part and, and leaning towards working out at home. At home, I recommend that people do an interval or circuit style of workout that requires rapidly switching back and forth between different exercises without taking breaks. And this is really difficult to do when you're in a commercial gym setting and you're sharing equipment and space with other people. And this is just as much a problem in a hotel gym as it is in any other gym. So when you examine the issue, it becomes pretty clear, I think if you're honest with yourself, that to get a time efficient workout, which is what a circuit training or an interval style workout really gives you, you're more than likely going to need to find a way to exercise in your hotel room. One of the most helpful things you can do to make exercise easier when you're traveling is to do some advanced planning up front. You should figure out ahead of time what workouts you'll need to do while you're traveling. And when you know this ahead of time, you'll be in a better position to make sure that you're ultimately prepared when you're on the road and you're traveling. More than anything, knowing what workouts you'll need to do while you're away from home helps you to understand what equipment you might need to be traveling with. So to set yourself up for success when traveling, I recommend getting yourself just a basic set of rubber resistance bands. You can get a good set of bands with multiple levels of resistance um, for $30 to $40 online, and that should accommodate most people. With bands, you can do virtually any strength training exercise that you might normally do with free weights or maybe even machines, including all of the really important compound strength training exercises that I'm, you know, my whole system is based on these compound exercises. So the overhead press and the pull down and the chest press and the row and then the lower body exercise of so the deadlift and the squat motions can all be done using resistance bands. I also highly recommend getting a cheap set um, or a cheap resistance band door anchor, which is like a little foam ball or looks like a, a foam donut with a nylon strap or loop attached to it. And these, these anchors allow you to, uh, to mount resistance bands. So you can put the anchor in a door frame or even a door hinge. And then from there, you can loop any resistance band through that nylon strap. And doing this makes it possible to do all kinds of different exercises in a hotel room or an Airbnb or wherever you're staying. So it makes it possible, especially to do pulling exercises. So all of a sudden in your room or wherever you're staying, you can do rows and you can do pull downs and you can even do you know resistance band crunches with resistance. So with resistance bands and a foam anchor, you can basically do everything you need to do for effective strength training just about anywhere. When it comes to cardio, you'll probably want to pick some type of stationary cardio option, such as there's running in place, there's jumping jacks, or even jumping rope. Now, that obviously requires you to, um, to travel with a jump rope, but that's pretty easy to do. And I also find that most hotel rooms are relatively long, at least most of the, the chain hotels. 
Um, so believe it or not, you can do light jogging in most of these hotel rooms and go back and forth, you know, from the the back of the room to, you know, all the way down that long hallway to the, the main door uh, entrance of the, of the hotel room. If you're not familiar with my exercise approach, you, you might be wondering, you know, why not just jog outside or, or just, you know, jog or use an elliptical machine down in the, the gym. If the hotel has one, they probably do. The reason is that within the system that I advocate, I recommend doing sets of eight to 12 repetitions of a strength training exercise, which should be very challenging, should be relatively intense, and then switching to a moderate paced form of cardio for about one to two minutes. So these are just short bouts. And then after that short time, you switch back to doing another set of, um, of strength training. And what this approach does is it gives you the benefits of both cardio and strength training all in a much shorter workout. You, you never really need to exercise any longer than, than 20 minutes when you take this approach. So as you can tell, it's possible not to miss a beat on sticking with your workouts even when you're traveling and all you really need in most cases is a set of resistance bands which is really easy to pack up you know and, and throw even in a carry-on bag I've done that before um, and you also need to have some type of a door anchor mechanism I think the little um, foam ball anchors work great they're just a couple of dollars and then you have to have an efficient plan to follow which again I think really should be an interval training approach if you're a busy person um, that, that generally works best. Now let's talk about what might be the bigger challenge that travel can create, which is sticking to a healthy diet when you're on the road. The main reason that travel makes it more difficult is that you probably won't have access to the foods that normally compose your diet when you're at home. At least you won't have access to those foods as easily in most cases. Even if there is you know, a grocery store close to where you're staying, if you haven't driven or rented a car, it can be a much bigger hassle to have to you know, call an Uber or a taxi to make a big grocery run, especially if you're going to be you know, staying for um, a good amount of time. The other challenge is that in most cases, you won't have access to all the kitchen appliances that you normally rely on for food storage and for food prep. Since most hotel rooms usually only have like a small compact refrigerator and maybe a microwave if you're lucky, this is going to severely limit your options for what you can eat while you're away from home. To overcome the challenges of eating healthy while you're traveling, the number one solution is, just like with exercise, advanced planning. Sit aside an hour or so to design a few travel meals that you'll be able to pull together while you're on your trip. Start with your current nutritional targets, so your daily calorie targets as well as protein, fat, and carbohydrate targets. And then you can use a good nutrition app. So there are several good ones out there. There's MyFitnessPal. I use one called Lose It, which is great. And you can actually use these while they're mainly tracking tools. They're actually great for designing meals. Um, and you can use them to build these meals um, and ensure that the meal plan aligns with your nutritional targets. And when you're doing this, you need to think about what your staple 
you know, sources of protein and fat and carbohydrates um, are going to be as you build out these meals. And they may look different than the staple foods that you are accustomed to eating when you're at home. So for instance, you know, I tend to rely more heavily on things like protein shakes and bars when I'm on the road because they're a quick source of protein. You know, usually I don't have access to a full kitchen where I could do things like prepare, you know, meats and things like that. So protein um, supplements are, are, are something that can be helpful if you don't have access uh, to, to a full kitchen. When I'm in airports, I can usually find, um, again, for protein, I can find like a healthy beef jerky option. Um, and most of these airport shops have lots of different kinds of like mixed nuts and trail mix. And these can be really good sources of healthy fats. You just have to watch your calorie intake with these as well as uh, the sodium intake. But you can usually find good options in, in, a, in a major airport or even a gas station if you're, if you're on a road trip. It's also a good idea to look at the the room service menus of the hotel if you're staying in a hotel that you'll be staying at ahead of time because in many cases they actually have good options um, and if you ask you may even get them to do something special for you um, you know like you may be able to request just a steak with greens or a piece of grilled chicken breast they're usually pretty accommodating you just have to ask ask the question um, and and you know plan ahead of time it's it's all about taking the time up front to map out how you're going to hit your nutritional targets so that there's not much to think about when you're on the road and in the moment. What you don't want is to be winging it, is you know, trying to you know, figure out how you're gonna hit your targets as you're sitting in the restaurant or as you're you know, standing in the, uh, the airport shop trying to decide what snack to get. You, you, you want to have made that decision about what your primary um, sources of nutrition are going to be ahead of time so that it's much easier in the moment to make a good decision. What really hurts a lot of people when they're traveling is dining out a lot. But the problem isn't necessarily the dining out, it's dining out without a plan. You can eat out when you're on vacation or on a business trip and not backtrack if you plan ahead of time and, and keep track of things. When I'm on a business trip, I know that I'm probably going to eat out for dinner several nights or most nights even. So I will look up that restaurant menu if I know where we're going the day before or, or that morning and decide what I'm going to eat. Um, and, and I'll go ahead and enter that meal into my nutrition app. And most restaurant menus today show their nutritional um information, at least calorie content. Sometimes they'll give you more than that. And then a lot of these these apps actually have food libraries where if you if you search for the restaurant, if it's a well-known restaurant, a lot of times their their specific dishes will actually already have been entered into the system by someone else. Now, you know, there, you have to take those with a grain of, of salt because um, you're reliant on the person who entered the information. Um, but for the most part, in a lot of cases, um, they're, they're fairly accurate. Um, once I have logged my restaurant meal, um, 
I can then work backwards to plan out, well, what will my lunch look like? What will my, uh, my snacks look like? What will breakfast look like? Um, in a way that I still can ensure, and again, using the app to help me with this, that I'm meeting my nutritional targets without going over or under my, my daily um, calorie targets. And this really does work. I went on vacation with my wife for nine days this past summer, and we ate out for dinner most nights, and we had good meals, enjoyed ourselves, and didn't gain a pound. When we got home, both of us were right where we left off with our our nutrition and our body mass and our, our exercise routine. So this really does work if you take the time in advance to plan, um, and then you just have to trust the process once you're on the road and traveling. The last thing that you can do to really make sure that you stay on track while you're traveling is to make sure you have the tools needed to gauge your progress when you're away from home. In my mind, the three most important tools that you shouldn't leave behind when you're traveling are a nutrition app of some kind, which is basically effortless because you should already have that on your smartphone. Um, a digital food scale of some kind, which you can pick one up for $10 or less online, which again, you probably already have at home. And if you're going to be on a longer trip that's maybe a week or more, uh, you may want to consider bringing a bathroom scale with you as well. The nutrition app allows you to easily plan your meals and track your nutritional intake and make sure that you're sticking close to your nutritional targets while you're traveling. The food scale will allow you to be much more precise about portion sizes, again, which really ensures that what ends up on your plate is matching what's in your meal plan and aligns with your nutritional targets. Now, of course, I'm not suggesting that you whip out a food scale when you're at a restaurant, but they are really helpful when you're preparing meals or snacks in your room. If I'm doing a short trip, I normally don't bring a bathroom scale because my nutrition app and measuring my portions with my food scale do enough to keep me on track for a few days. But when I'm on longer trips that are a week or maybe more, I do like to have a daily weigh-in in case I need to make adjustments to a meal plan, maybe if my weight isn't where I want it to be on a given day. But just having these simple tools makes it much more likely that you're going to stick to your nutrition plan when you're away from home. Okay, so that wraps up this podcast on fitness for travel. I think the overall takeaway is that the key to staying on track while you're on the road is advanced planning. You need to take the time before you hit the road to decide what your exercise plan will be and what equipment you might need to take with you. And you should take the time to map out how you will stick to your nutritional targets and take into account where you'll be and what types of food you'll have access to while you're away from home. There's no reason to fall off the exercise wagon or nutrition wagon or gain, you know, five to 10 pounds while over a vacation or a business trip. Not if you're willing to implement these tips and tricks uh, to help you stay on track if that's what your goal is. After you do this a few times, it starts to become second nature. You will develop your own kind of standard operating procedure for staying fit while you're away from home, and it eventually can become a habit. It really does work, and anybody can follow this framework.
Thanks again for listening to the Friction Factor Fitness Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or found it valuable, please subscribe, please like, and please share with others who you think may find it helpful. Also, please check out my website, frictionfactorfitness.com, where you can access more content, access my free fitness calculator tools, and download a free teaser of the first three chapters of my new book, The Friction Factor, The Busy Person's Guide to Sustainable Diet and Exercise, which is launching in March of 2023 and is now available for pre-order. Thanks again for listening, and stay tuned for future episodes.